storyteller Orin here. Folks, have I got a story for y'all this evening. Words just reached us on the Citadel of a particularly exciting incident that occurred on the world of Subsunco. It seems that during its patrol in the Valley of Zantini, Luminary Emin Wrath happened upon a most terrible plot. A couple from Zing, who have asked to remain anonymous, were being harassed by a couple of con artists on the Dinsing Road. The couple had been accused of releasing a stock of pangolins from the villain's cart, and were nearly forced to pay in full for the loss of the creatures, who were secretly hiding just off the path, trained to return to the owners when called. It was then that Emin Wrath happened upon the scene. He immediately saw through the most heinous plot and revealed the truth to the couple, as well as a few onlookers that had been traveling to the market. In a rage, the bandits attacked our hero. <laughs> a foolish move, as you know. Emin Wrath's Zephyr Blade techniques made quick work of the villains, as well as their giant pet pangolin. And while the bandits were killed in the battle, Emin Wrath allowed the pangolin to flee, a gesture that the good folk of Subsunko will certainly appreciate. In the end, justice was brought to the villains and peace to their potential victims, as well as the poor souls that had to bear witness to the scene. There has been some speculation that Emirath had assistance in the fight, but I've been informed that this is simply untrue. What? <laughs> I want to leave off with that I, just to get the one. <laughs> <laughs> we assisted. Oh, did you? Who says we didn't uh, apparently assist? Apparently not. I don't know. That's not what the news said. Oh. <laughs> it took you that long. Yep. <laughs> that son of a bitch. Uh, gentlemen, how you doing? Doing great. Miffed. We, um... <laughs> it's yeah, been... I... It's been a long time. Yeah, you caught me a little off guard with that one. But <laughs> I'm getting back into it. I'm getting back into it. It's I'm... been a long time. Well, for us, not for the listeners. For us. It's been a while. Uh, we've had a couple, couple really relaxing weeks. Really relaxing. Good times. We all had a great time. You guys had a great time? I was going to say, screw you. It was not relaxing <laughs> or a great time. Absolutely not. <clears throat> it was terrible. Jeremy and I were down with COVID. First time we caught it. Um, and it was miserable. And I was on the couch for five days. Out of commission. Yeah, totally. 100%. Totally KO. I don't have to really... I'm sure everybody knows what it's like. Um, I mean, I hope they don't. <clears throat> I hope they don't. Yeah, no, I, I don't wish that on anybody. Yeah. Nope. Like, so, um, all I, my only experience as far as, like, knowing what you guys went through was being in a video call with Steven, and it sounded like he was just gargling slugs. It was miserable. That I felt was, so bad. That was, like, a week in. I was, like, I was <laughs> feeling good at that point. Yeah. Oh, my now, gosh, now we're no. what? We're after, we're, we're more than two weeks now. We're, like, close to three weeks now. Um Feeling a lot better. Still got a little tiny bit of a cough. Sorry if I coughed during the app, but um, that's the magic of editing. <laughs> yeah, I'll try to cough at convenient times for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> only cough when I'm embarrassing myself. But uh, here's to being back in the room. Heyo! Cheers. Mm -hmm. How many how many times did you squeeze Emin Rath into that? Intro, David. Uh, I think I had to do it three times. It's fun to say. It's it is. <laughs> Emin Ra. Emin Ra. It's fun to say, and it's stressful to remember to say it every time. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, a lot of fun having Stomp. Uh, Stomp, if you're listening, thank you. Oh, such a great time! Such yeah. a great time. Awesome time. Yeah, we'll have him back someday. Oh yep. hell yeah! And make Absolutely. sure make sure to check him out on his podcast. Uh, sounds like a search and rescue. Sounds like a search podcast. and rescue podcast. Yes, Slasher. I could see the look in your eyes. You were like, wait a minute. I was gonna get it. I know. It's gonna take me three tries. <laughs> I was be super close <laughs> on all of them. 
but I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll get we'll get him back because uh, man, that was some fun energy last time. Yeah, and and all the people who have been following from uh, <clears throat> from that universe, thank you, welcome. Been seeing a lot of people following us who also follow Slasher. So um, yeah, great. Stomp's been plugging us like crazy, and it's been working. Uh, really appreciate it. That's what it's all about. You guys all rock. Yeah, for sure. Thank you much. Well, boy, what do you guys think? Are we just getting right into it now, or uh... I don't remember how to play. <laughs> I know. Uh, Which brutal. one's this one? That's a D one hundred. Yeah, there's only how can you? I can understand looking at some die and being like, "All right, is this, no, a, know, is this an eight was, or a ten? Yeah, but I just picked up a random die and I was like, oh, "I'm just gonna be funny." Uh, well. I think it's time to get right to it because we have not played in too long. I'm excited. You're excited. I hope they're excited. Let's do this thing. I want to start us off somewhere a little weird this time. I, I really hope all you <laughs> listeners to hear that. Stevens, <laughs> Stevens. Stevens. started in my stomach and worked all the way up my throat and into my mouth. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure we heard all of us heard that on the headphones. Stephen fed us chili dogs. <laughs> Three minutes ago, and you're gonna you're gonna hate him for that as much as we are. Yeah, if this mic picked up that stomach noise like that, that's money well spent, <laughs> right there. <laughs> All right, we're gonna open this episode up inside this this great open room. Darkness fills this space. The walls and ceilings of the rooms are completely enshrouded in black. The only lights we see come in the form of flickering candles, set in a small circle and giving off a, a dim glow of a deep red. And in this light, we can see three things. First, we see the, the vague outlines of massive pillars set near this display, their heights obscured by the empty dark above. Second, we can see a, a floor of ornate stone tiles, covered in drawn magical symbols and inscriptions. A pattern encircling the candles and the figure that rests in their midst. And this is the third thing we see. A human boy. He looks to be in his early teens, though tall for his age. We see sweat beating his forehead. We see his chest moving with rapid, shaky breaths. We see teeth gritted, eyes shut. We see Jules LaRoche. What does Jules look like at 13 years of age, Jeremy? Not a whole lot different than he does now. Um, doesn't have his stylish pompadour just yet. <laughs> he's got, uh, he's basically got a raggedy, dirty mop head. Bangs in his eyes a little bit. Ripped up overalls. <laughs> All right. All right. Much to the dismay of his family. <laughs> We see this figure, we, we zoom in on him. Zoom in on jewels on his face. And with him, we begin to hear the whispers. <laughs> the darkness is alive with them. Many voices intermingling, flowing around the room. A cyclone of manic gibberish. <laughs> In one voice, 
cuts through the rest like a blade through soft flesh. A deep, guttural growl, sonorous and powerful. A king's voice. A monster's voice. Open your eyes, boy. Look at me. You cannot hide from me forever. One day, you will look at me. You will look at me! But Jules does not look. Ever defiant, his eyes remain shut. He holds himself just like this. He wills away the torrent of whispers, the monsters in the dark. It isn't easy. It's never easy. But Jules has had years of practice. He sweats and breathes and trembles and waits and waits and waits. And one by one, the candles fizzle out. The red glow dies and the voices with it. For a moment, Jules is plunged into complete darkness. And then we see a crack of light form somewhere ahead of his body. A door opening into a, a brightly lit hall outside this chamber. And as this radiance fills the room, we can see walls of beautiful worked stone and gems wrap around this vast chamber. Empty, apart from the boy and the candles and rows of thick pillars running their course down the room. Two figures stand against the light of the doorway. A woman and... Uh, no, 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 only one figure stands in the light. Only the woman. Yeah. A voice echoes out from that direction, though. It's not a woman's voice. Your progeny disappoints. Calypsania will be expecting more. There's no... There's no character to the voice. There's no... Wait, wait, wait. Was, was there a voice? It doesn't matter. The woman moves... Gracefully into the room, her pace is near a glide, her steps unnoticeable beneath the hem of her dark skirts. She is tall and slender. Waves of shining golden hair hang to the sides of her face like curtains opening under her cold, piercing eyes. She is Cerise LaRoche, queen of Cerule, sovereign ruler of the world of Tythos. Jules' mother... Queen Cerise moves up to her son and scowls down in his prone form. Another failure. Her voice is cold steel. There's no anger, no disappointment. And then she speaks a command. A familiar command. Look at me, Jules. Look at me. I don't wanna. Why? Have I not given you everything, boy? Is this such a price to pay? It's too much darkness. Nothing could be worth that. My child. You don't understand the darkness. That's why you feel this way. Tell me. Look around you now at this room. What do you see? I see nothing but evil. You don't see it? I'm not playing. Jules, what do you see? Neither am I. I don't want to do this no more. You see walls, floors, a ceiling. You see that you are trapped. 
when the darkness falls around you, what do you see? Nothing. No limits. No borders. You are free in the dark like you cannot be in the light. There ain't nothing in the dark. Nothing good. Nothing I want. Why are you making me do this? Because I want you to be free, my son. This is a prison! It's a fucking prison! Very well. You will take that tone with your mother? Fuck you! (laughs) I'll never be what you want me to be. I don't know why you keep trying. Yes, of course, because you aren't good enough, right? Your tutors tell me time and time again how you fail in every subject. Even that prized loot I gave you. Your practice has been subpar, I've heard. Terrible, actually, was the... Yeah, I don't care about that. Good. Because I think it's time we take that away. I wanted you to feel free and happy in some way so you could understand what there is to lose in the light. But clearly you don't understand. It's time I took a different approach to your education. From henceforth, your loot will be taken. No. Your tutors will be exchanged for mm, a harder breed. No, that that's mine. That's mine. You gave it to me. You gave it to me. She, like, crouches down. Right down to the floor, right down to your face. And though you're not looking at her from the corner of her eye, you can see the delighted smile crossing her. Her lips curving up devilishly, and she just says, Oh, my child, you're right about one thing. You're not free yet. And until you understand, until you free us all, you will do everything I say. Yeah, good luck with that. She stands up, still smiling, and turns back to the room, to the door of the room, and just says, "Zavar, light the candles. I think it's time we try again." No. And she moves away. A hunchback man in a black cloak moves into the room the new set of candles he starts laying out and you're just sitting on the floor watching your mother turns back to you as the candles light one by one you will learn child you will open your eyes never and the door closes and we're back on some sunko something I wanted to do. I want to get into this for every world. And I didn't do it last time. So I want to... Steven's just staring out like... <laughs> that, was, that was pretty intense, you guys. <laughs> Where are we right now? <laughs> Whew. All right. We're on to Sunko. And we're going to know this because I got to do this for every world. I did this for Tythos. And like... Because I'm just, I'm just a big fan of, of movies, TV shows, all that shit. I love camera angles in my brain. Who doesn't? So... Uh, <laughs> we uh 
we cut to a scene uh, from there, basically just like staring down upon this valley, the jagged mountain peaks surrounding it, this lush forest, uh, a couple like farmlands way off to the sides, a big clearing in the middle, and a great road journeying from uh, from the clearing over to like the 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 you know another smaller clearing, the the, the Concord Gem Plaza, uh, a good ways away, and we're gonna kind of look down at this scene, camera sort of panning around, all this this luscious scenery. A title card appears at the bottom of the screen. The Valley of Zantini, and beneath that, the Ruby World, Subsunko. And from there, we move down, down, down into the forest towards this great road between these two clearings. And we're almost to the major clearing here where you see some hustle and bustle, people putting up tents. We see it from afar. We're not going to focus on that because we're going to focus on a couple of figures moving down this path. And when I say a couple of figures, I guess I actually mean more than 20 (laughs) because they are 18 fucking pangolins (laughs) following these two idiots. (laughs) Wait, weren't there 20? Uh, was it 20? I think it was 20. Um, it was 20, wasn't it? The number 18 sounds familiar. I thought it was 20. You took one. I took one, Jamal. Was one, was the 20th the mount? Perhaps? Uh, in your haste to escape, you stepped on one of the pangolins. There's only 18 now. Whoa. I, I won't do that. That's that too is mean. dark. That's too mean. <laughs> one wandered off, you know, having a good time. That, that's darker than the opening scene that we just did. <laughs> Nobody wants to see a dead pangolin. I'm like 85% sure that there were 18 pangolins following. This is vital, vital part of the story, and we need to make sure we I'm not, down. Yeah, I'm not going to pause. Oh, I'm not going to pause the show to check this out, <laughs> but you bet your ass we're going to figure this out right when we're done recording. I want to get every fucking gold piece. <laughs> Email Stephen with the answer. Yeah. Uh, so, twenty pangolins. Twenty pangolins. Sure. All right, here we go. Uh, we see Zebulon in the head. He's got. He's still got that feedback going, which is like almost empty now. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we actually, we should we should talk about. Uh, Sort of, sort of scale and where you guys were at the time. So, when you had this combat last session with with Stomp, uh, you were about one mile into your two and a half mile journey to the valley. Uh, at this point in time, you are you've been traveling for about a mile and a half. You are almost there, almost free of the forest and and, and to overlooking this this. Well, we'll see. So as you're as you're moving along, your bag beats almost empty. You have pangolins crowding in behind you. We see Zebulon, Chester, Jules, and we don't see Eminorath. Uh, about a half mile back, at uh, one point, mysteriously, you guys felt some wind on your back, and you turn around, and he was just gone. Just gone. Just <laughs> gone. <laughs> as mysterious as the wind, that one. He stepped into the woods to take a bio break. All, all you heard, like, the last thing you heard, carrying in the wind was, like, a brief... And then you just <laughs> what? <laughs> what? He makes goat sounds. Oh thank God! Oh, that's right. <laughs> Jesus. You can't say such a thing about man when he's not here to defend himself. <laughs> <laughs> he turned around. So they go back there, and uh, and then rah, was no more. Uh, you don't know where he went. But... Where'd he go? <laughs> I love how with. Negative two intelligence. Zebulon maps it out to perfectly poke like the right-sized hole in this feed bag to run <laughs> out. 
a mile and a half later. <laughs> you got luck. What, what can I tell you? It's a lucky guy. Just, just enough to barely have some feed going. I don't even know what pangolins eat. Uh, email Stephen with the answer again. <laughs> so, you guys are uh, moving up. Inbox is going to be full. <laughs> just a few of you are moving up, and, and you basically like come to the crest of this hill uh, at the edge of this road here. And as, as it kind of like, you don't really see what's beyond it, beyond just trees, jagged mountain peaks, the, the sky above. Right now it's about 2.30 in the afternoon, uh, so the sun is looming high overhead. And as you move over to the top of this hill, and you see the road kind of moving downwards into this clearing down below, you see this like massive sight of just like people... Uh, moving around, building tents. You hear like, go, 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 hammers going. People are like constructing new uh, new frames for tents and such in different places. And it's, it's wild because you know this happens every night. And yet it seems like as you're watching, you see some tents are already set up, but some are just like taking down stuff and moving it somewhere else. Um, it's the dancing market. A lot, of these, a lot of these stalls just move around. Sometimes throughout the same night they move multiple times. Um, you can already, you can hear like, the vaguely like chopping of like you know knives on cutting boards i mean you're from right here the acoustics are fantastic you're hearing like every sound you're hearing like you'll you know sparks of conversation people yelling at other people uh it all seems very jovial it's jovial yelling it's just it's just a good old time it's it's you know the workers having fun as they're just getting ready for the night that sounds incredibly inefficient <laughs> if I was a small business owner set up at this market and in the middle of the night they were like, hey, you have to move your stall because this is the dancing market, I'd be pissed and I'd never go back to this market. It's like the, uh, it's like the, um, do we want to support this place now? <laughs> it's like the Mad Hatter, just like everyone just sat up and doing nice and someone just walks out, change places. Just because. <laughs> okay, I guess I don't need business for the next half hour. I'll just move my whole thing. <laughs> Doris just like, could I have five of... No, 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 sir. I have to change places. Didn't you hear? <laughs> Find me later if you can. <laughs> oh, my God. This is an outrage. Yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> it's whimsical. It's fun. Yeah, it's What's up with a, a fun, whimsical world? Uh, so what do you do? You guys want to move down towards this, or you want to just head back to... to Radiant Citadel for some damn reason. Yeah, I think we should just go back. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. The way you guys... We, we have we have nothing else to see here, nothing to I, do. I've got my 20 pangolins. That's reward enough. You joke, yep. but this is how every session has been so oh, far. I, I like, bet, what do you bet you they go for, they'll, bet you, they'll go for a good price on another world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go to... I don't know. Pick a world. David? David. Where are we going next? Uh, Zing. All right, we're Perfect. turning around. We're going to Zing. And we're going to get rich. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, no, Zebulon's uh, scanning, looking for uh, a stall that might purchase pangolins. I mean, what am I looking? Am I looking? For, is, is Zebulon looking for a zoo? So at this point in time, you wouldn't really see a whole lot. You're pretty. You're, okay. you're like high up and still kind of a little far off. So sure. You, but you just start moving down. You're, you're yeah, that in mind. You're gonna look for a stall for these pangolins. Yes. All right. Um, a pet stall. <laughs> so you're moving down this way and like. As you start getting close to the market, as you're kind of are starting to make out like figures, make out faces of people uh, vaguely ahead, you notice your back feels very light. <laughs> as you tuck on it, you realize, well, you 
you do have low intelligence. Maybe you made that hole just a little <laughs> too big. Uh-oh. And you look back at a bunch of, like, 20 sets of beady eyes that are just staring at you, staring at the empty bag, staring at you. And then in this, like, torrent, this rush, they all just go past you, almost tripping you, and just start flooding down into the streets of the market, into, into the working stalls. And you just hear this uproarious cheer from all these people as they just see, like, this, this, I mean... These are sacred creatures in this world. And suddenly 20 penguins just come charging down into their setup. This is, this is, a, this is an amazing omen. You just hear like, ah, it's a good omen. Pangolins. Pangolins from the forest. They've come to greet us. And those those are, <laughs> you know what? You, you know, I mean, Zeb, this is quite a way to make an entrance. E- easy come, easy go. I mean, look, look at it this way. They're gone, but I mean, look how many people just saw that and, and, you, and you were there. Yeah, a few workers are looking at you, and they're like, they're like cheering you on, just like, the heralds of the penguin, pangolins. That's the one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm, I'm sure that they're all gonna find homes with fenced-in yards. It's gonna be so good for them. And like people are like running down, petting them. People are, they're like climbing on people's shoulders. People are feeding them. Uh, It just looks like you just breathe new life into this, into this day, which is already a very jovial, happy day. it's a scene. It's a fun scene. And and, and you have uh, your pangolin, Jamal, is still tucked on your shoulder, actually, uh, Jules. Yes. Oh, oh, he's going to stay there. I'm keeping him. And by the way, that was a great way to get rid of all the pangolins. <laughs> <laughs> Kudos. Uh, Jules, Kudos. You, owe me, you owe me 10 gold for that pangolin. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> 10 gold apiece. Literally. Let me read, my, let me read my notes to you. Uh, I'll, I'll give you one cure wounds. <laughs> we'll call it square. Deal. These are my actual uh, sentence deal. in my notes highlighted right now. Penguins rush up ahead to join the cheering, laughing crowd, breaking Stephen's heart. <laughs> and, gain, and gaining Zebulon zero gold. <laughs> so, not even a lousy butt. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna toss Zeb a gold no, piece. No, 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 no. <laughs> not take it. <laughs> oh, as you're as you're watching this scene, uh, Chester kind of nudges you, Jules, uh, and he's looking up at the penguin on your shoulder. And he's like, "So, uh, Jules, Rounds has been talking about how she wanted a pet. Looks like we got her covered, but uh, yeah, we do. We got five more souvenirs to get, huh? Well, <laughs> <laughs> you were oh, thinking about shit. You're right. You were thinking about that, right, Jules?" Yeah, no, yeah. Tell you what, yeah. hey, I got your back here. Uh, okay. You cover everybody else, and okay. uh, leave, leave, leave jeans to me. I, I can take care. I can take care of jeans. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, well we got. I mean, we got to see what they got here. I don't, I don't even know. I mean, look down there. It's huge. It must have everything. Yeah, yeah, you're right. This they, campaign. They got something. This campaign's gonna be a real expensive for you, Jules. <laughs> <laughs> It's very true. But right now, as you see, I think, do you guys move further down into the into the sort of mass of, of people and, and, and the working folk? Yeah, I'd say so. I think yeah. keep, keep moving forward. I think uh, as you kind of move down, uh, a few people, like, 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 like a half-orc and a tunic and a, and a man next to him sort of break away from the crowd and come like run, jogging your way. They're smiling and waving. Um, they definitely have some... Uh, they're coming to you with, with with some intent, and they just they stop forward and kind of put a hand up like, "Old travelers, old, you're off world, yes." Yeah. Hey, we gotta say that this. Uh, what what do you, what is this? 
Uh, where did all, all these guys come from? Uh, well, we decided to bring uh, some fun and some joy to Shipchenko <laughs> um, to make our uh, make our appearance on the Luminary scene. Well, what? This is our uh, our reveal party. Just gonna just gonna put it out there, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's exciting stuff. I, you may just be Rhea yet, uh, but. Well, I'm afraid it's gonna be a little harder than that to win over a lot of these uh, local folk. Well, well, what'll what'll win over the locals? Well, have you heard of the market games? Yeah, we we were hearing about that on the way here. What, yeah, what, what's yeah. up with that? Well, uh, next time they come around, you guys can sign up. Uh, fortunately, I think the roster's full for tonight. But uh, really? Oh yeah, yeah. We got a couple couple groups already came in and, and signed up for it. It's gonna be a big one. It's gonna be exciting. Hey, <sighs> stick around, watch them, learn a thing or two, watch some folks become Rhea. And you can do the same, huh? So what's what's that mean? Yeah, what what's uh, Raya? Raya, it's a it's a local term. Uh, coals of the same fire is the literal meaning, but it's basically uh, you're one of us. Uh, a lot of our folk here, they they'd love to sponsor you know upcoming luminaries. Um, but well, that they sounds gotta be, perfect they, for us. They gotta be Raya. That's the, that's sort of the, the closed deal. They gotta be Raya. We want folk who earn their way, who who become trusted members of our, our family here at Dinsing. Alright, well when's the next games? Oh, about a month from now. Oh, shit. Huh. And, and, uh, 23 pangolins doesn't, uh, doesn't secure us a spot? Uh, it's tough. Uh, a group's already been set up here. Uh, uh, honestly, uh, a pretty famous, uh, former local, uh, kind of moved in and, and, and wrote in a group already, so... Uh, Who, who's this local? Uh, name's Rune Rusang. Oh. Yeah. Oh, uh, I see. Could you point us in that direction? Well, that's going to be right in the center. Yo, when you when we set up, I think you can make it out here now. You see where there's a sort of center clearing there. The tents are staying kind of far from it. And there's uh, those three very large golden tents there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I make that. That's that's the game. So when time comes, we're all gonna move into the center. They're gonna be projectors showing what's going on inside the tents. Outside, it's gonna be exciting. Uh, oh, you won't believe. I, I'm not gonna tell you right now. I'll let you surprise. Uh, what we got coming on tonight for, for 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 the games? But it's something else. Well, keep keep your eyes out. We're uh, we're actually in uh, <laughs> we're in Rune's group. You? Oh, it's you. Oh, it's you. Oh, okay. They they, they should be uh, they should be expecting us. Uh, I. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So you're in which uh which group the former one or the later one? Uh, yep. <laughs> okay. He's right. We gotta go shine up uh, and figure out. Um. Oh, yep. Thanks for. Well, uh, here's the thing. We're still setting up. Actually, we don't. Uh, sorry, Taurus can't really come in yet. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. It's, it's... So you are, are. Are you like a an official of the games? No, no, I'm just a guy who sets up tents. Hmm, yeah, yep. yeah. So if I wanted to speak to somebody who's like, Deb, a, like an organizer... Deb, he's just doing his job. Yeah. He's just doing his job. Yeah. You, great, great, great job. The tents look, I mean, yeah, uh, well, fantastic. I'll tell you what, when we're set up, uh, <laughs> head over to Madame Culp's Silk. Uh, it's one of the tents we'll have. Madame Culp tonight is going to be the, the main organizer for the event, and actually the host Madame of the third game. <laughs> Silk? Madame Culp. Culp. Madame Culp's silk. She sells silk. Oh. Yeah. That's a product, not a name. That's the tent name. Sure. Yes. 
You got it. All right, great. Ten, ten, so, tense made of silk? <laughs> knowing her, you'd think so. Her prices, but hey, it's a good product. So, I hope you got loaded pockets, gentlemen. If you do, you're about to have the night of your lives. But look, we got to set up uh, right around 6 o'clock. The sun sinks. You're going to see the mountains light up. Have you seen this before? My the fortune. Lao, the Lao Pop flowers? No. Never. No, not yet. Oh, oh, oh. So the mountains around us are loaded with these flowers, these Lao Pop flowers. And when the sun sets, they begin to glow. You're going to watch the mountains almost look like they're catching on fire. And when that happens, that's Ooh. the signal for us to light up our little uh, little event here. I mean, you're going to smell it. You're going to see it. It's going to blow your minds. At six. So, so do you know what, what the games are? Let's just say it's going to be spicy. And... Soupy, and maybe even a little silky. Huh. That means nothing. I'm sorry, that's nothing. That's quite that confusing. Was a, that was a nothing statement. Anyway, you'll find out. I'm going to leave. Uh, way out here. Wait on the hill. I don't care where you wait, but you got to wait outside for now. Six o'clock. All right? Okay. See you at six. All right. You'll know when to come. You'll see it. You'll feel it. You can come on in with everybody else and have the night of your lives. But I gotta get back to work because I'm gonna get kicked in the butt. See you later. And he just turns around and runs. Well, and there's another guy with him that was also there. He just goes, see you, and runs too. Well, there, there I it is. I forgot a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me that look. <laughs> was that important? No. <laughs> Not even remotely. He was the bad guy all along. I hope the listeners are going to enjoy the rest of the episode just us being bored on the outside. <laughs> yeah, so everyone sits down, twiddles his thumbs. We're gonna, we're, yeah, let's go have a picnic. You can do that. It's This is like Skyrim. You can just set like a, a time period. You can just, you know, wait two and a half hours. Boom. Oh, well, this is a two and a half hour episode now. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's too bad, Jules, that my uh, hour fortune um, kind of skittered away. In yeah. The crowd. Well, whose fault was that? Well... I guess I miscalculated the size of the hole in the feed bag, and they uh, kind of lost interest with me. But, I mean, to be fair, even if I got them all the way here, uh, they, it, it wouldn't have lasted until 6 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's a good way of looking that's, at it. That's true. <laughs> Positivity, man. All right, all right. I can uh, dig it. Are, are there other people out here waiting with us? Uh, not yet. You guys took a really early gem in, basically. So you know, I mentioned the last episode, two episodes ago, actually, that there's a later gem coming in uh, mm. sort of in the evening, you know, somewhere close to, like, 4 o'clock. That would get here around, the, you know, just after opening. So you said that there was one road, though, right? Yes, one road, one main road leading and it to was, the Dinsing Market. And it was a crowded gem that we came in on. We had to wait in line. So we're the only ones that have to wait outside? Where did the rest of the people go? Yeah. Uh, so a lot of them actually kind of hung out back there before taking their travel. All the ones that took carts, a lot of them were going to be merchants that came down here. They might be actually in there, to, you know, doing some some pre-selling to the market staff beforehand. Mm. Uh, but they're still kind of part of the part of the game. You but know? still, so, so, so we're still the only two off-worlders that are not directly involved <clears throat> in the production of the market? Hey, look around. You, look over, you see, like, there's 13 more people coming out the trailer. Hey, what's going on? We were late. We had to pee for 20 minutes. All right, let's go, All talk, right, did, let's did, go talk to them. It's a little more realistic. 
I mean, a crowd definitely begins to form over there. Even the merchants that had to do their selling come stepping out. They can't really hang out forever. And people begin to sit around and, like, lay out, you know, blankets to, like, wait on. And there's just a lot of just, like, hanging out and lazing out on the hill, just letting the sun uh, beam down on everybody, taking in the smells of the forest and just the buzzing of the cicadas. It's a good time. Did I say that wrong? You're giving me a smile. No, 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 no. All right. I think that's fine. <laughs> I think I would say it's cicada, but well, I think cicada. That sounds honestly it sounds beautiful. I, I yeah, I kind of I kind of like that it. version. All right. Yeah. Are are there any cicadas nearby? Uh, I mean, roll a roll a perception check. All right, let me grab my. <laughs> what sound do they make? <laughs> so relaxed. It's so relaxing. It better than expected. <laughs> Times out by a thousand, you have the dulcet tones of the Sing <laughs> Night Market pre-open. There it is. All right. <clears throat> so, you guys are, are waiting out on this hill, just looking down upon the market. As time goes by, more people join you, uh, bit by bit. Not very many at this point. Um, after a time, it sort of stalls until the, the next gem comes in. But you're watching down... And you can see as this, this market starts to take form, you see hundreds of these temporary stalls and tents and vendor carts just fill this space. Uh, you see that these shops around this, those, those aforementioned three great golden tents, uh, like resting in a sunken plaza. And uh, as you watch and wait, the sun begins to sink. The sky burns with an evening light, and even that fades away. And just around six o'clock, darkness overtakes the sky, stars light up above, and the mountains begin to glow. You can see it like these mountains just covered in these shimmering lights all around, matching the stars above, burning and beautiful. And as you take this in, as the sun dips below the horizon, the Dinsing Night Market also twinkles to life, gradually igniting in a dazzling display. And, and the smells of food carts filled with pot stickers, coconut desserts, spiced meats, sticky buns, and more drift amid the bright bouquets of glowing flowers and magical lights and the shapes of vendors' wares and whimsical mascots. Crowds of shoppers wander the stalls, drawn by the colors and the smells and the music. It's, uh, what's something else? Man, that's... That's something else. <laughs> that, that sounded so beautiful. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was Chester reading it all off. Just <laughs> it's something else. So, so while we've been oh. sitting there, I think I think um, Zebulon's been picking up little uh, plants and some flowers and he's just kind of got like a handful of stuff that he's been inspecting and trying to find something to take home with him I don't think any flowers are going to make the trip though because yeah. they're you know perishable Chester's sort of taking that in just like what are, you, what are you doing? well I mean I've never seen anything like this I mean you have money right? like you can just buy stuff down there well yeah but I mean look at this um, look at this bug Money can't buy this bug. <laughs> I mean, it probably can down there. I mean, I imagine. Eh. Hey, you've been quiet up there, big guy. You all right? Yeah. Yeah. Just taking it all in. 
you ever seen anything like it, Chester? <laughs> no, not on Tythos. <laughs> all, the, all the people, all the smiles. The smells. Yeah. Holy shit, the smells. Oh, yeah. Are, are any of these flowers, these, what are they called? Uh, the Laupop flowers. Lau They'd be farther up on the mountains. Okay, they're not, like, close enough to... No. Damn. Yeah. They'll sell them in the market. Oh, yeah? You can oh. see you can see some glowing oh. amidst the market. Yeah, you can see bouquets <clears throat> of them. There he goes out. Oh. Yeah. Look at the flowers. Look at the flowers. <laughs> <laughs> That's so incredible. It's six, that, like, my God. It's six o'clock. <laughs> it's coming alive. Let's go. Oh my God, look at all those lights. You guys ever seen anything like it? Last one there is a rotten toe. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, are you, are you sort of like starting to go and move? Yeah. I think okay. as you do, you hear Chester just kind of, hey, Jules, as you kind of to get up, Jules. What's up? Uh, speaking of lights, that, that loot of yours. Yeah? Well, it's glowing. The fuck? Yeah. It does that? What the hell? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot it does that. <laughs> <laughs> totally knew that. Totally <laughs> knew that it was going to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's got a little magic in it. It's nothing like like too powerful, you know. I, I I specifically didn't want, you know, that much power in something, you know, gets in the wrong hands. But, you know, just something fun, just something flashy. It glows the color of my moods, you know. Color your moods, huh? Yeah. Right now it's uh, looking kind of yellow. What's that mean? Oh. That uh, that means I'm happy. Come to think of it, I've never seen it glow that color before. Huh. Oh. This is bringing something out, man. This is good. I've been wondering. I mean, I've heard you strumming it here and there, tuning it, but can you actually play that thing? Fuck yeah, I can play it. My parents never knew. They knew I was good at it, and oh, it would have been over for me. <laughs> you hadn't tricked, huh? Hell yeah. I studied privately, you know, on my own, taught myself, and got pretty damn good at it. From, like, way down the trail. Prove it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Prove it. Man, I, all right, no, ah, all right. Let me let me see if I can even tune this goddamn thing up. Hold on, it's so old. Let's see. Nope, that ain't it. No, no, I don't. I don't that think, ain't it. Yeah. No, there it is. There it is. Okay. All okay, right. There it is. No. What, what about this one? Let's try this. Nope. Down. I'm blown down, away. Down, I'm down, blown down. away right now, Jules. Down. The shut up. All right. All right. Down. Down. Okay. All right. All right. Hold on. Let me try one thing here. Ready? Let's check yep. this. Oh shit! Oh yeah, that was yeah, something. That was something else. That was a little embarrassing. Yeah. All right, hold on. We don't. Hold need, on. We don't I think need I got it. Oh we... wait. All right, there we go. I got it. There's home base. Okay. All right. Let's try this. That's something. That's notes. Okay. Whoa. Okay, I think I got it back now. Okay, I think I got it. All right, I'm starting to feel it. Do you feel it, Chester? I'm. I'm feeling something. Huh. <laughs> How about you, Zeb? You feeling it? I can feel it. I can feel it. Alright, that's what I like to hear. You ready, Chester? I, I think so. Let's go!
Still got it. Holy shit! That was. Was that you, Josh? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was so fucking incredible. <laughs> High five! Oh my god. Oh, Stephen. Stephen's face was exactly what I imagined it would be. It that was exactly. Was wild. <laughs> that was wild. Uh, surprise. And it kept getting better and better. Oh. And better, like when you, cause, cause I knew, I knew that you had, you said something like, oh yeah, there's a surprise here, blah, 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 whatnot, this and that. And I've been in the dark for like three weeks. David had some inkling, I think, of what was happening. He knew exactly what was happening. I know what's happening. Oh, I, I threw you off. I, I was the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and so then so, you started, oh, you yep. started the tuning and I was like, all right, cool. This is going to be, all right. I like this. This is fun. Fun little bit. <laughs> and then it just like exploded into this incredible epic. Dude, that was epic. Fellas, cheers to Jeremy. Hell oh, yeah. Amazing. Hell yeah. So that, that, that's what I was doing on that week off. And then. That, that's why I couldn't do anything else because I was very focused. You did that Hyper with COVID? Hyper focused. <laughs> it was before COVID. Oh my God. Yeah, that's the, right. It was the one week before. Yeah. Oh man. Wow. Jeremy, take these three buttons. Oh yeah. Oh three yeah. Three buttons. Oh, well, I will take three buttons. Well deserved. Well deserved. This is my jar, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You take the button jar. You take yeah. the whole button jar. Yeah. I get the button you earned jar. it. <laughs> that was that was special. That was special. I hope we see more of those. <sighs> wow. I think so. I I I, I, mean, I need I'm, I need I'm, more of those. I'm a goddamn bard. We have to have more. I, we need shit. more of those. Oh my gosh. Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> wow. How do how do how do we follow that up? 
Yeah, I know for real. Like I brought chili dogs tonight, so I know I was shitting my pants the whole time I was singing that. I guess we're kind of even, right? Oh man. <laughs> um. So yeah, that the, the 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 song sort of begins to fade, and Zebulon, you're just frozen in your tracks, looking back. Chester's just staring up. <laughs> Oh my gosh, he looks <laughs> delighted, astonished, like he's blown away. Uh, just, 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 it's the biggest smile I've ever seen on Chester's face. His big gap tooth grin is like gleaming in the lights. And, and you realize that it's like weirdly quiet. And he looked down, and, and even down, like, like, you know, farthest, you know, towards the side in the market that kind of took this in, you have a crowd of people just stopping and gawking. Um, other folk that were heading into the market on down the road stop and gawk and like for a moment here jules you are the center of everyone's attention i'm gonna i'm gonna pull both zeb and chester in with me and little side hugs so we can all three bask in everybody's views and as you guys move in as you're like pulled inside you 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 hear the applause begin just slow clap and a whistle and then and like they're going wild and zebulon this is the first time you've ever really felt a crowd just it's not even for you necessarily but but they're aiming towards you and like you look up at jules and you're like bashing in this the light of this and jules kind of steps forward a little bit you want us in the games you want us in the games (laughs) you want us in all right what does the crowd say? <laughs> All right. Well, you tell them. You tell them you want us in. All right. Uh, and, and just people just like start skirting around, moving back into the market, and and soon everything kind of begins to 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 move again. People are resuming their activities, but there's a, a, an air of cheeriness in the market that what it's it, it's higher than even before. People are just dancing with their step. And as they move, you can hear like the tune being whistled here and there, hummed over there. People are singing the words wrong because they only heard it once. They don't quite understand them. So they're like, they're singing the wrong words. But like, they are in it, Jules. Me too. That's making my loot glow even more. <laughs> it's fucking golden and yellow Jules now. Just, yeah, just this shining yellow glow coming off of him moves towards the market. And we all, we all move inside. And what, uh, what do you guys want to do first here? Well, is there a way that I can gauge whether they act, people actually were able to get us into the games, or is that something we're going to have to wait for? You'll probably need to go to the center of, uh, where the tents are. Yeah. Or, or go okay. to talk to Madam Cole, can, one can, of the two. Can, can we kind of go back just a tad and just say that at some point I talked somebody, I, I talked to somebody or I yelled out our names to people that were passing by? So that they know our names, so that they can go and talk to people. Uh, yeah, I, was... I kind of love the idea that they don't like these guys out here. You gotta put them in the game. So like, the guy with the loot. The guy with the loot. The loot guy and the little dude and the other littler dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that as long as we can say that something like that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, definitely. You know okay. your descriptions at least are out there. I think it's almost funnier if your names aren't. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. Jules, we gotta go see Madam, uh... Shilk. Madam Shilk. Madam Colt, idiot. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> she sells silk. Come on. It's not, very, it's not very polite. Keep up, Zeb. It's not very polite. Eh. But, uh, let's go to Cole. Madam Cole. Poop. Colp. C-O-L-P? Yeah, how is it spelled? I don't know. I'm Chester. 
I don't spell things. <laughs> How did you? Chester, Chester, you're my sidekick. I rely on you for shit like this. <laughs> just turns, turns brains. He just like, give me a hey. And he's propulsively around. How do you spell Madam Culp? Oh, it's a K-U-L-P. There you go. See, guys, he asked people, not me. Well, yeah, you did. You got us the answer. There you go. See? Well, shit. So, Chester, <laughs> um, speaking of the sidekick thing, did you record any of that? Oh, shit. <laughs> Jules, I'm sorry. I, I didn't record it. Can you do it again? Like right now? <laughs> nah, I'm out of energy. Darn it. <laughs> Mana pool is low. <laughs> you really had me going. I was like, oh shit. Get the, get the, I was pulling the, diamond, the, the fake diamond out of my fake pocket to like... Oh. Alright, so you guys are moving around to the tents and... Uh, yeah, you're passing some interesting places. I mean, like, and you're going around. You see, um, you see, uh, you know, there's like the Spicy Brothers uh, stall that has like these neon pepper signs just hanging up above it. Uh, you see uh, uh, Vaz Lucky Amulets, um, just like a, a, a shop that's uh, this is like this charms and curios all lining the shelves. You got like necklaces hanging all around, like beads, like almost like a bead curtain around the shop, but they're all holding a price tag, and you're just moving around through all these stalls, peeking around here and there, smelling the food, hearing the, the music. And at one point you turn a corner and you see a pretty large looking tent, uh, Madame Culp's Silk. You see uh, basically just like this, this, this um, tent is like lined on the outside with a bunch of luxurious silk garments kind of hanging off of, off of various mannequins. Uh, and you see there's a large sort of sign there. It shows actually, it shows like a, some kind of worm, it looks like, uh, lit up in neon with like a spray of like neon, like silk shooting out from it. And uh, tent's open, lights on. You guys want to go in? Um, yes, as, yep. as long as there are no stalls between us and that stall that are selling the Lao Pop flowers. Okay. Oh. If there are. Zebulon wants to stop at that one first. I mean, I, I might even get in on that too. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you guys are looking around, and, and actually, uh, just a short, a few tents before Madame Culp's, you do see there is uh, a tent that's purely illuminated by the Lao Pop flowers, that bouquets that are hanging all around it. Um, and just like the flowers are arranged in such a way uh, at the top of the, of the tent to spell out Phi's, P H I, uh, Phi's Flora. Jules, flowers. The flowers. No way. Jules, Chester. No flowers. Way. Let's go. Can we go before we go to? Let's, let's go take a look. Let's right. go take a look before we go to Colts. Yeah. All right. You go in. You see a brown-skinned human woman, uh, dressed up in just this real, uh, really overly colorful clothing. There's like bits of loud pop uh, petals sort of woven into the garment, so her clothes are kind of alive, and she almost dances and sways up to you, and just, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, it's you. You're the singer, right? The bard from earlier. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been all night. <laughs> you know, I I oh oh wow. Uh, I ho I hope you come by. And I'm yeah. his friend. Yeah, this is my friend Zeb. Zebulon Black. And uh, she looks down at you and go, Oh hi there, little Zeb. <laughs> <laughs> just 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 go with it for now. Go with it for now. How how much? Do you like flowers, little guy? Okay, that I, I'll even say that's a little insulting. That's a little insulting. 
Oh, just, um, a, just a little bit. I, I'm sorry. I. Uh... No, it's okay. It's no, it's okay. It's I'm a paying customer. Hey. No, are you? A, are I'd you like a... to be. I, I just assumed you were a little young. Uh, cause you're not. You're not a kobold. You're a half dragon. I can see you. Thought that's you were... right. How How old are you? Well, that's none of your business now, is it? I'm sorry, little fella. I I didn't mean to be rude. Josie, I'm not buying any flowers here. <laughs> <laughs> how tall, I, I, how I, tall I, is this lady? I, I feel like this place has already changed jewels because he is now feeling sorry for Zebulon and, wa- and wants to really just. Come on, David. How tall is this lady? He's got to get a win. Five foot three. Okay. Yeah. So we're around the same height. Yeah, but you're you're a half dragon. I'm a, I'm a little shorter. You're a little half dragon. I mean, I mean, yeah, you're small for your kind. Yeah. Well, would a. a a little guy carry around swords like these and armor like this and <laughs> he points could, down to your armor which is like this oversized leather armor that looks ridiculous and hilarious on you <laughs> yeah but it increases my armor class <laughs> trust me this uh this, this kid ain't no small kid how about we leave it at that he ain't no small kid trust me yeah yeah uh, don't worry about no worry about Zeb. He's a uh, he's a little testy because he hasn't had a nap this afternoon. So mm, <laughs> he's just push, pushing you away like so. Uh, you sell these flowers, huh? I mean, I went, were you talking to yourself? <laughs> yeah, I thought you, <laughs> I thought you, I thought you were gonna swap I places. And... Someone mercifully jump in so I wouldn't have to. <laughs> you just asked yourself, do you sell these flowers? I was trying to get things back on the rails, damn it. <laughs> that just took them way off. You've punished me <laughs> too much. <laughs> you monsters. <laughs> Fine, yeah, get out of the room. It's just me now. I'm going to talk to me. Zebulon, Zebulon oh, doesn't yeah. want to continue in this conversation. Zebulon feels insulted, to say the least. Why, yes, I do sell these flowers. Are you interested in the Lao Pop flowers in the mountains? Why, yeah, I think we are interested in the Lao Pop flowers in the mountains. All we do is... I was interested just in the Lao Pop flowers from the mountains. <laughs> Until you decided to call me a little guy. All right, well, I, how much are they? How much are they? Well, uh, I'll tell you what. I obviously insulted your friend there, and I, I really want to, well, I was very impressed earlier by what you did. And also, you're the two that brought the pangolins in, right? Yeah. I've he, he n- brought, that was me. He brought them in. Oh, it was you. He brought oh, them that's so sweet. Yeah. I named mine Rafi. And he, she points yeah. down, you see there's a pangolin nestled in some fl- like a flower that's, bed. That'll be ten gold. I'm selling <laughs> them for ten gold apiece. Zeb. <laughs> we're, we're getting places. We're getting places. Tell you what. I'll give you each a bouquet for free. A gesture of goodwill. Are we are we good? And she reaches reaches way, 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 way down to you to shake your hand. <laughs> I, Steven the player, genuinely need a second to think about this. <laughs> Listeners, you can't see this, but for about the last five minutes. The player Steven has been sitting with his elbow on the table with this biggest excuse me pose. I am feeling he is sassy. Very, very the, much into it. It's such a it's such a Zebulon pose. You're like truly RPing in in posture right now. You look very pesky. I feel like in the last eleven uh, episodes, I can pretty quickly decide how is Zebulon gonna react to this. I'm having a tough time right here. Okay, well, I guess you don't want to shake hands. <laughs> she holds her hand away. No. 
All right, all right. We'll, 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 take, we'll take the flowers and we'll get out of here. All right, all right. All right, she All right, gives each, so a, each a, so a glowing bouquet. Um, I hope you have a pleasant evening. Oh, you too, honey. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I, and I just I just pull Zap so, and Chester away. I liked her. <laughs> so you like kicks the tent flap on his way. <laughs> the tent flap. She was nice, huh, Jules? Uh, yeah, I think so. All right, so uh, we're on to Granny Silk, huh? Got to get in those games. <laughs> Relax, Zeb. Hold on, we need to. And he's just. Hey, Zebulon's hey. like shaking it off. We're, we're on to bigger, better things. Let's let's go have fun. Let's go have a little fun. <laughs> you pull the angry Zebulon away and move uh, just a few stalls down to where you see this uh, glowing worm, this glowing silkworm, over the uh, over a, a tent just filled with just just shells and shells and shells and, and like uh, you know hangers full of, of silk garments and curtains and whatever other luxuries you'd get. Sheets? I don't know. And uh, <laughs> Does she have does she have a hood and cloak? You do see a nice hood and cloak. Uh, What's your favorite color uh, hood and cloak? Let's go blue and black. You see blue and black. Oh shit. Almost matches your loot perfectly. Oh. It is beautiful. And it's only 150 gold. Goddamn. Yeah. When Zebulon walks in, he kind of adjusts his posture, puffs his chest out, holds his <laughs> arms out a little bit, puts his chin up. He's Zeba. Why, 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 why don't you go find all those penguins? Well, I think they're pretty well scattered around the around the night market here. I was trying to get some money for one, and you exonated on that. I defused a situation. I did not feel like that situation was defused. <laughs> so, I right, was made fun whatever. of until we left. Whatever. I, I'll, I'll get. I'll get another cloak sometime later. Can I help you, gentlemen? As you're kind of having this like sort of brief spat, uh, you suddenly look over and there's this elderly, uh, sort of tan-skinned gnomish woman, uh, with her gray hair sort of pulled up in this almost spirally bun, um, wearing just a fine silk garment, and she's taking you in with her uh, spectacled eyes. Ah, uh, silk, silk. Um. I do sell silk. Hello, madam. It's Culp. Culp. Culp? <laughs> Hello, madam. Culp? Yes, that is my name. You aren't causing trouble in here, are you? Are you here to buy or here to lollygag? Uh, we're sent to you actually to see about joining these games. We're actually here to compete. Oh, and she takes a look at your loot. I have heard of you a lot. Look, oh, I'm his friend. Look, I understand you have a desire to enter the games tonight. Yeah, we were excited to we were excited to join in, and well, Rune Rune saved a spot for us. Did he? He saved a spot for you. Um, that's right. that's the reason we're here. She pulls a ledger out of her pocket. All right, and your names then? Trying to remember the Haringon's name real hard. You know what? Shebulon. Oh. Oh, oh, and you must be Jules, then. Yeah, that's me. Okay, excellent, yes, yes. Um, I'm so sorry, I didn't realize it was uh, you were the ones Rune had sent, uh, the first group. I'm gonna do a quick aside to Zeb. We're actually on there, what the fuck? Well, yeah, he was gonna send us here, remember? We stole the stuff. Oh yeah, you're right. I forget some things in the previous episodes, and 
intelligence show. I'm just gonna pretend that you remember the whole time. Ah, oh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, yeah, Rune sent this. Yeah, he did. Yeah. It's weird that you said it that way. <laughs> so, and she like goes and like sort of marks up here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you, uh, you must be one of the uh, unknown uh, extras that's coming in. And she points Chester. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's me. I'm Chester. All right, Chester, put your name down. And the other? Has the... It's supposed to be a team of four? A, uh, is on his way. Has the second group arrived yet? Oh, no, not that I've seen. No, mm. no. What, what, what were there? I, I'm so embarrassed. I I forgot. I forgot the guy's name. What was it? Uh, something with a, uh, a G or a J. Can you remind me? She gives you, she gives you this kind of like, like shrewd smile and says, I'm not going to give you information on your competition tonight, if that's what you're asking. Well, I mean, they're, they're, Friends of Runes, aren't they? The second group? I suppose. It is strange. I don't know why Rune sent two different groups to compete. You were uh, scheduled some time ago, but more recently he... Well, he... I, I know he you... quite a fine to, to get a second group in the last minute as a competition. <laughs> it's not you, normally done, but... You must understand that it's going to be really embarrassing when we see them again, and we have to say, Oh, hey, buddy. Hey... Friend, how's, how's life? How's your wife? I don't even remember their names. It's gonna get real awkward real fast. I'm just asking for a little help. A little persuasion. Ooh, eight. Mm, a little help indeed. You will see them when the time comes. I'm sure you'll find them around. They are, uh, well, a few of them are quite famous. You'll know them by reputation, but I still think I should keep my lips sealed in the matter as the coordinator for the event. Do you understand? This is very uh, honorable of you. Yes, it is. Are you going to buy anything? I, I don't think we can afford anything. Her eyes kind of narrow. Do you have any keychains? Little magnets for Rune to send you with no money to the market. Runes. Have you met Rune? Well, he grew up here. He was a boy in the market. I knew him as a child. Did you know him as a cheapskate? You, she narrows her eyes deeply. I don't want your tongue, half-dragon. Insulting our family is no way to become Rhea in the market. It's, it's just our relationship. You know, we're jokers. He... He calls me little guy. I call him cheapskate. Uh, it, we yep. big laughs. Ha 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 ha. She's writing something down in her notebook. Well, the games are at nine, as you must know, uh, in the center of the uh, center stalls. So if you would come down, maybe you're at eight thirty, and we could get you prepped up and ready. Uh, it's gonna be a very large public event. Quite the spectacle. You want to be on your game for it. Game, right? And how? How exactly should we prepare for... Well, just be ready to wow the crowd. Whatever you need to do. Hmm. Look the part. And she kind of glances at you, Jules. I mean, you're looking pretty ratty. And kind of gives you, like, a, a an eyebrow raise and looks at Chester and gives him a double eyebrow raise. Well, don't look at me. You got all this stuff here, but the, the prices are too damn high. <sighs> what do you expect me to do? Well... You got any any seconds that you sell at a... Any hand-me-downs? Any, a discounted price? 
something that, I don't know, maybe the manufacturing wasn't perfect. Yeah, where's, where's the equivalent of like a, a, a fantasy thrift shop? Uh, she actually does kind of just, well, if you go to the polar opposite side of the market from here, well, there you'll you come go. across That's where we'll spend our money. crazy Duna Downs cloaks, capes, and curtains, cheap and chipper. I hate the name. So when you're getting insulted, we just leave. <laughs> but when I'm getting insulted, you and Chester really like the lady, huh? <laughs> I mean, we can, we, we can, do you, do you like her? I don't think she likes me, so thank you for your hospitality. I'll be seeing you later for the competition. 8.30. I think you'll particularly enjoy the third game, as it is mine in creation. And it's a secret? Oh, yes. Uh-huh. 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 Okay. Uh, see you there. We're going to go somewhere else. <laughs> and you guys leave the store? Yep. All right. So you guys step out of the stall. You go back into the hustle and bustle outside as uh, time's been moving. I mean, like, this place is getting more and more packed and crowded. Uh, you see more pangolins running across the path and people just, like, cheering every time. It's become almost a game to just, like, see how many pangolins you can count as they... Uh, as they wander around the market. You actually do see, as you're leaving Madame Culp's, you saw, like, in the corner, there was one pangolin all nestled into a, uh, a nest of silk uh, garments that just kind of, like, tore off the wall and <laughs> turned into something right out of her sight line. He's chewing it up to make a little mess. <laughs> <laughs> as pangolins maybe do, who knows? Mysterious creatures. Science is yet to discover. Nobody knows anything about them. <laughs> There's like one, there's one like pangologist <laughs> listening to this. It's just like, actually, oh, I, I oughta. <laughs> Pangolins roost in trees. <laughs> Pangolins hang upside down like possums. <laughs> and bats. bats. Yeah, and bats. Mm. I thought you were going to go bats first, but. Uh... <laughs> so pangolin guano was very valuable. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so you guys are. Well, there you go. We can we can make money then. Yeah, that's, really? that's, we could. I, that's the I, real I got, farm. No, I got a Jamal. We got endless <laughs> amounts of money. So you guys, uh, you guys start moving away, and you're walking down the market square. Um, turn around a corner, and faintly, from somewhere uh, in the distance, you just kind of hear some kind of uproar, just like. I told you this is no way to sell seafood. <laughs> if you knew who I was and who my father was, you would understand that I truly can claim the title of Prince of Seafood. Thank you very much. And you know, and just like you're screaming and you hear echoing over from there. You just hear like, no, you have a good night, madam. In fact, have a bad night. I hope you slip on a fish and die. <laughs> You just who, hear who like, comes up with that stuff? You hear like people, ow, oh, ah, as, as like a figure is pushing through a crowd. And it's like you see a, people, people, yeah, a group of people close to you, something just gets like pushed, yeah, you know, split inside. So that sounds terrible. It's cleft in twain. Give me a second. <laughs> That's a wait, what? That's what you were trying to say? You see a group of people gets pushed apart. There we go. As uh, this turtle, uh, I never really described this guy. Let me let me actually go a little into detail about him. Uh, you see, this turtle with uh, with vibrant green scales decorated with flecks of yellow along his face and down in the back of his neck. 
you see uh, there's there's a there's a banner kind of hanging off of his spear actually like he's got this full metal spear and the sort of tip of it is a banner hanging off of it you see it's a banner of a a golden looks like it basically kind of looks like the these golden waves under a red sky with a black silhouette of a leaping fish you see he's wearing this like like red trousers and like these red uh, gold trim sleeves that are kind of connected by these like golden chains, uh, but no actual like clothing because you know the shell sort of provides his main armor. Uh, so just, just kind of whatever he can do to cover his, you know, whatever's not covered by the by the scales and armor already. And as this turtle pushes his way through the crowd and his sort of blue eyes take you in, they narrow and he just smiles this haughty, confident smile. Sort of plunges his spear into the dirt, looking you guys over and says. Well, well, well. Look what we have here. And we'll call it there. <laughs>